Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic Google app.
Hey, you are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. I go by the name Matt Tack. I am in the studio this evening with Sean and Nico from Deaf Poets. Before I, we get into the, the heart of the show, I just want to uh, say a quick shout out, a quick bit of peace and love to DJ Nenum, who uh, used to host Seeds of Afro, which he's decided that he is no longer going to host on, on Radio Free Brooklyn because he has much higher priorities, uh, which we can all agree with uh, his n- new family uh, so that he and, and his wife can raise their daughter and he's going to grad school. So, uh, but I learned so much, uh, from following DJ Nenum and he plays some absolutely fantastic music. Uh, so you can find all of his shows on the, uh, archives in Mixcloud and it's Seeds of Afro and it's this really, really great deep Afro soul. So peace and love to DJ Nenum. Right. Thanks very much for coming in. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, um, killer show on Saturday. Thank, uh, you, thank you so much. Yeah, it was <laughs> I, I was like, okay, like you know, it's going to be seven thirty to eight thirty. I'm like, come on, you guys are lying to me. It's going to you're going to get a twenty five minute set. So like, shout out to the people at Good Neighbors that yeah. like you guys got like a forty five minute full <laughs> fucking set. Yeah, let loose. Yeah, it was actually supposed to be an hour, but. <laughs> We were like, okay, I think we have like five minutes left, but I think it's okay. I think we, we did as much as we could. We want them to want out, more. Yeah, yeah, but we want them to be like, oh, I want another song. I want another fucking song. Why did they not play another song? We got to go to another show to see them play yeah, another yeah. fucking song. That's what we want. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So we opened the show this evening with Die With The Young by our guest tonight, uh, Change and Bloom. Very, very cool. Oh, thank you. EP. We followed it with uh, soon-to-be local legend Ron Gallo, his brand new uh, album, and the song is called Always Elsewhere. That is going to be released on October 5th. He's playing Headlining. Oof. Told you he's doing well. There you go. Uh, at Music Hall of Williamsburg on the road. Sick. 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 Awesome. So uh, fantastic beautiful that, venue. that they're going to do that. So here's what I got out of like watching your, your set. And I came up to you afterwards and like, what's your workout program? <laughs> <laughs> like you guys, just the two of you just pack so much stinking energy into your show. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, we tried to at least, yeah. <laughs> Uh, mostly a lot of uh, like the lot of energy is because I'm actually really out of shape, <laughs> so I have to exert so much movement so I can actually play the parts at this point. <laughs> that, that is Nico who plays uh, drums, um, and so that's why you turn it over to Sean then so much to just sort of have those little sort of you know guitar interludes between songs so you can catch your breath yeah. and just fall over on the drum kit. Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's, and it's perfect because a, a wicked lady there's a fence right on stage, so I have the drum seat. Kind of close to it, so like after every song, I'll just lean back for a little bit and just. <gasps> okay, Sean, Sean, please tell a joke while you tune. Don't let me catch my breath. Let me catch my breath. But but it 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 really does to me. At least I thought like it's it's always one thing to listen to to an EP, like to listen to a music and sort of envision what you imagine a band doing when they play. But it's also one of the things that wholeheartedly always encourage people to go out and see live music mm-hmm. because it puts a whole different perspective on the songs and on the performance. So if there were songs that, uh, I don't know, that I was hesitating about in terms of buying in or you're sort of wondering about, like, say, what, what the intentions of the band are, like, you guys are just like, nope, we're going to lay it all out there on the stage and, and away we go. Yeah. And, and not leave anything at the end we give it all man yeah. we give it all dude that's <laughs> you know? rock and roll man you gotta you just gotta I, I think that's just one of the things that I like uh, doing a lot with Sean and playing with him live because it's just uh, oh. it's the honesty honestly it's just mm-hmm. 
We leave so it out. Honest. It's like whoever, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, that's cool. But we just we gave you what we have. So we're, right, yeah, we're we're not holding back. And, yeah. and as I said, whether you like it, cool, great, come on, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do more of this. <laughs> come out and see us again. Yeah, and if yeah. you don't, well, that, that, that's okay. And, yeah, yeah. But, but we're still pouring our heart and soul. Did you guys have like any type of discussion about that when you were like decided to to be a band? Like no, what, man, it, it actually just like happened that was the beautiful part this was actually the the offspring of like a, a previous band prior and uh it just ended up uh switching from that kind of uh, idea to, to this and it just happened like accidentally it was like yo this, we're just, we must let's just, let's just do this <laughs> and it just happened so yeah yeah um uh, we need a name all right well we got a show all right cool oh well, let's, let's do a music video <laughs> it just it happened and then it just it ended up falling of course of flow and it was really genuine, you know, and it just really started because we both love music. We have the same uh, dedication to what we want to do, and it just happened. You know? uh, what, what's the one thing maybe people don't understand about a duo? How much work it goes into trying to fill up a sound with just two people and the lim- necessary limitations, but you got to somewhat think outside of the box in a way to capture that, okay, we're not just another rock two-piece band because mm-hmm. it's just kind of like the thing, you know? So it's it's being original and being able to fill up the sound primarily. So you don't feel like you're missing, oh, that's missing a bass, or that's missing a keyboard could work there, or it's songwriting. It's, I guess, in a way, necessarily simplistic, but it's just an honest way of just being able to write simple songs that could just fill up the room. That's yeah. what we work for. And I don't know if a lot of people know that. Like, it's, it's it, you got to tweak a lot and mess around with pedals and tones and... It took us a while to get like that sound. So, yeah. but but if I may, here's a very interesting thing because you mentioned pedals and tones, and you've got a bunch of them tons. on stage, tons. Yeah, but you don't fiddle with them during the middle of songs to make something artificial. Well, or at least funny. I didn't perceive you to be doing that. Yeah. Well, actually, a lot of them are actually on already. Like, mm-hmm. there's actually seven pedals that are just on most <laughs> of the time. Just they're just on. And in a combination of them, I have two that I, I customly had done in Japan and specifically was striving to have a, a sound that have, was a little bit unique, you know? And I think that's what Nico and I do. We're obviously, everyone's influenced by bands that we love from the past, you know, we sure. can name them. Uh, and then we want to put our little flares and our little tastes and our little little bits of, of what we think is special and different and that makes us come out from everyone that sounds like rock and roll, you know? Okay. I, I guess what I was getting at is that you, you weren't sort of doing sometimes when you see, uh, you know, lead guitarist, because maybe when there's more members in the band, yeah. they're sort of like, you know, dancing on the yeah, on the yeah. pedals to, to to change the sound yeah. it seems like you know you, you you've set yours up uh you're not going to be doing all that dancing because you're going to be dancing on the other part of exactly. the stage yeah. and going all over the place exactly yeah the pedals are there to set up to get his sound out and then the rest is just i think we like tweak maybe just like a we have like there. a loop pedal that's yeah. basically a new element that we added and then yeah they're basically on just to get that really low end and that tone that he has everyone knows calm and everyone knows like, i see a lot of guitar players like peeking over like what he's setting up yeah. and after the show yeah. after like okay i see what you have and ah. after the hearers play oh hold on what do you got there again and yeah. I, I i got a lot of some people like taking pictures like i caught mm. them like yo <laughs> just steal our secret recipe <laughs> that's our sauce man <laughs> they'll never know because like, yeah. i'm telling you man I have like a specific thing I do with my my guitar that even goes to the amp that I use to really like push it into like a different direction, you know. But um, actually, what I do is that I actually change the pedals a lot in the beginning of the songs. So I'll like, okay, these three are on, or these five are on, or whatever it may be, some of the difference, and then I'll just have that on throughout the song. 
and then give me the freedom to be able to just communicate with him and sing, you know, mm-hmm. and then really give obviously engagement and be able to to play, you know, freely. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so the other interesting thing then from seeing you live is that you, uh, Nico, are just using like a basic bar stripped down kit. Yeah. Which, which <laughs> w- listening to your sound and the bigness of your sound, I would not have had that Im- impression. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I that that was actually from. And just, then there's even times when he's not even stinking playing <laughs> during the song. <laughs> when he's just resting. Yeah, yeah. That is true. To catch my yeah, to catch my breath. Um, Here you go, buddy. Yeah. Give <laughs> you should, ten seconds. <laughs> Sometimes less is more. I used to have a, a teacher that used to say, uh, he like uh, he was a music instructor um, in Miami. He always used to tell us, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> so it was kind of like, okay, that's interesting. And also, I didn't have a car, so I had to kind of move all my gear, <laughs> you know, so I had to keep, I had to like learn how to play, okay, the I wanted to carry less stuff around. And then I also cracked one of my cymbals, so that's why I added another cymbal. So I'm like, I can't keep cracking cymbals, so... I said, and I think that's just the best. I, I, I'd rather have a simplistic setup and work with that because I think a lot of drummers hide behind a lot of cymbals and a lot of toms and a lot of other instruments. And I just all my all my idols just played a four piece. Mitch Mitchell right. played a four piece. You got Dave Grohl played a four piece. You know? I'm not hearing Neil Peart in there. Oh no, I, I love Neil Peart. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I, I do respect Neil Peart, but I just I don't know. I'm more into the the, those guys from the 60s, I really like that that jazz influence they had mm-hmm. and they brought to rock and roll. And I, I kind of do that a lot with my playing, especially in the band. I try to keep it swinging. And I steal a lot of that from those dudes. Bonham had a simple setup. I mean, and he just made it work, you know, it was right. all about the bass drum. And that's just something that I'm starting to implement more. That's a secret. That's a, there's no, there's no, there's no bass playing. So dun, I just, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we just let that <laughs> So I just play out of bass drum notes. All right. So, so you guys strike me as people who are not only in a band, but interested in hearing new music. Yeah. Well. Yes. Okay. So what I want to do is introduce you to a band from uh, Dublin, Ireland, Ooh, um, right. who are going to be releasing an album at the end of October. Ooh. And then I want to follow it with, I think, so your manifesto song, if I want to call okay. it, uh, Change and Bloom, which, of course, you do something incredibly interesting <laughs> right smack dab in the middle of it. But I think it also goes and explains everything that is basically about you as a band and why you are now here. All right, cool. Okay, so... You're listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Tears, sorry, Tales of Fiction by Sun Machine from Dublin, Ireland. We'll follow it with something else from Deaf Poets. We'll be back in a bit.
And we're done. Just, just bada like bim, that. bada boom. Mm, bada bing, bada 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 bing. Bing. Change and bloom by our guest this evening, Deaf Poets. Um, so here we go. First strong, strong recommendation for people. Uh, I already said the show was great. That they the set that they performed on Saturday night at Our Wicked Lady was pretty fantastic. You guys are playing on August, uh, August, October twenty seventh. October, yeah. A fucking kick ass. It's gonna be a sick show. Yeah, sick. <laughs> We're is, so excited. Is man. is an understatement. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And, and I love Alphaville as a venue because <sighs> I, I, it's got a much higher stage than yeah. a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's it's not claustrophobic. It's, it's kind of like it's got that nice size when the band gets cooking. Um, and this whole lineup is that way. Yeah. It's just got such great energy in that room. Yeah, it's an um, awesome lineup. Dude. So it, it's going to be Deaf Poets, Fruit and Flowers, who I've yet to see, but I absolutely oh, love. So good. Um, and Shark Muffin, who are fucking amazing. They're fucking great, mm-hmm. yeah. And they were a super last edition, them. Like a little boom, out of, like literally last yeah. minute, and they're being amazing. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. By the way, this band's great. Oh, oh my God. Because they were just touring over in, in England. Yes. Um, and then Black Beach, who I do not know but i always Great. i always like to look at things and go like okay we've got good bands on the bill we got a good band on the bill so the band i don't know is probably going to be good at this <laughs> and, and they're from boston which is sick you know we're, okay, trying, cool. we're trying to get more everything around us is so close there's so many awesome scenes around us we got to right. get it down here you know All right so the other recommendation i'm going to give you is for this thursday night um at arlene's grocery to Ooh. go out and see love honey um love who honey. are in the process of releasing a new ep uh, and if you can get tickets in advance for eight bucks, they're playing with Bad Citizen. Um, Love Honey have played a couple sh- Radio Free Brooklyn centric shows. Uh, we're also putting this one on, um, and it's going to be they're fun to see nice. live. So before that, we heard Sun Machine, who are from Dublin, Ireland. Their album Contradictions and Tales of Fiction is going to be out October 26th. So here's the thing Change of Bloom is not a breakup song between <laughs> somebody. And a partner. That's like no, a, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it, but it, it could very well serve as one. And that's mm-hmm. what I, that's one of the things that I really like about the song. Um, I know you're talking about it from the perspective of saying, okay, if we're going to bloom as a, as artists, as a band, then we need to have a change. And so we're going to go from Miami beach to, to Brooklyn. But like I say, you can take it on a personal perspective and sort of say, oh, I'm feeling restricted in this relationship. And if I need to develop as a person, yes, then yeah. you're not helping me with that. We're maybe we're getting along pretty well. Maybe we're doing our thing, but yeah, just, didn't work out. That yeah. Yeah. It could yeah. Be I anything. mean, we, we could be content in, in terms of doing what we're continuing to do, yeah. but we think there's more. Yeah, and, and that it, kind of that, that's kind of the the, the inspiration behind it. Yeah. To be honest, it was he wrote it, the lyrics. It, by the way, <laughs> it was kind of just um, it, 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 I like that it's open for interpretation. However, you want to like how you, when you hear it, and you want to associate it to whatever you're going through. That's cool. I, I like music to be that way. But it, it was it was a time where the, it was a, the, the time to decide to move up and just really honestly, not only from a musician standpoint. And coming to a city with a bigger scene, but also for personal reasons and just wanting to be just something completely different as much as, you know, I grew up in Miami and it's my, it's my home, you know. Always will be your home. Always will be my home. I, I was actually there last week and then uh, I missed it, you know. It was, it was cool. It was nice weather like always, but, <laughs> you know, after a while you need you need a little bit of a, a different uh, speed, a different, you know, city, a vibe, uh, especially playing 
there's like three venues left in Miami where like shows are really happening. And I've played in the music scene in Miami since I was 15 years old. So mm -hmm. after a while, you just kind of see the growth of the same bands and the same people. Will it's a friend of family, but if you honestly want to take it seriously and and grow and essentially make it a career, you have to at least be realistic that even driving off Miami to the nearest city or, or like a, a no, you know going to Atlanta, for example, and mm -hmm. tour is like eight hours. You know, that alone is an, issue, an incentive to be like, I want to be somewhere closer where I can tour and hit bigger markets and different cities and stuff like that. So. Yeah, the decision came, it made a lot of sense. And luckily yeah. when I went up to Sean, I said, dude, do you want to... Well, actually that phrase, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm going to New York. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you yeah. You <laughs> yeah, so he's just like, okay, I guess we're going to New York. Yeah, that's And I was it. like, all right, cool, man. <laughs> See, again, I'm going to, like, you can do whatever. <laughs> it's okay, man. But I, I think that if I, that way I, I get him to push to do it, because if not... That was the only reason I was in Miami, it was for him. You know, <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting for the moment that he was like, yeah, man, so... Ah, you know, I got to make the move. And I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. And he said it like very cute because he was like, yo, man, you know, like it's not, a, it's a person's decision. I don't want you to feel like you're pressured in this. And just like, you know, just got, I'm like, that dude, come on, man. Obviously I'm going to fucking go. Come on. It's New York. New York's great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Love Miami. Love Miami. But you know, it's, I think it's healthy for change. And when we yeah. wanted the challenge and, and we really wanted to, to feel like we can continue to progress. Right. And just as he said, you know, there's so many places to play so many incredible bands. So we're yeah. really grateful to be here. It, 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 Makes me think of these sort of like the put a spin on it of the WWJD like WWDPD. So what, <laughs> what what would dead poets do? And it seems to be like like because I I think one of the things that scares a lot of bands is that idea that you're going to have to work and you're going to have to make that change if you want to bloom. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, it, it it's one thing to to play, you know, great shows. Um, but like the bands that you're playing with on that show on October 27th all have a history of getting themselves out of the city mm -hmm, and yeah. getting on the road and reaching a wider audience. Yeah. I mean, not only do you have to do that to get the music out there, but I think there's, there's that challenge that you have to accept of being the people that no one knows in Boise, Idaho mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. And you're, and you're going to be like, all right, we need to bring that energy like you guys brought on, on Saturday night. Because that's the only way we're going <laughs> to, you know, get people on board. If you have no idea, yeah, fuck, another band from Brooklyn's coming to town, <laughs> you know. And, and then so you have to be able to be, step out there and punch them in the face, right, yeah. to, to start the show. And then you have to keep punching them, which yeah. is what you guys did on Saturday night. Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're not letting up. <laughs> but we're that, lovable guys. We'll give you hugs after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Musically, we're just going to do it. And then, you know, that's, we, let, we let the music do its thing. I think uh, we... That's what we do. But you do let up. Um, you have that three-second freaking pause in the middle of, yeah. of the song, yeah. <laughs> which, as you're saying, is maybe like a second and a half during the live show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where did that come from? Because that in itself is pretty daring. <laughs> yeah, um, that was straight up from honestly playing the song live. It mm. was so we were writing the song, and then it was. Just, it came to the part, part where we came to the chorus and it had like a really cool syncopation and then with the drums primarily and I'm like, Sean, what if we just send it like this? Dun, 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 dun. And then like that kind of stayed. I'm like, that that live is probably going to be cool. Like we just <laughs> gave him like a heavy chorus. It's just like the first, you know, the song kicks off and doesn't let go for like the first, I don't know, 30 seconds and I know where it's like, oh, what just happened? Yeah. And then again, kick it again. Yeah. Thought it would be interesting to do a live and it kind of stuck in the recording because we wanted to keep it like if it happens live let's do it in the recording why not that was the that was the vibe he was like yo dude 
we want this to sound like us live. Let's try to make it sound <laughs> yeah. like us live. You know, <laughs> that was the idea. Yeah. Cool. What, what was the, what was your first show here where you dropped that on people? First show here. I mean, when we played it, when we toured, we did a our, um, our one way tour when we moved Sean out because I moved in in October. Yeah. Okay. And then we drove down to Miami. Uh, well, I flew down to Miami to actually start the tour. It was literally yeah. one way from Miami, New York. So we played like 10 days. <laughs> and uh, our first show was at Pianos. Yeah. And, um, what, wow, a sick, okay. what a sick show. Yeah, it was a sick show. And, and then uh, Pack Show too was very surprising because it was like a first show officially as yeah. a... As a no New York band, yeah, and then we have a, a we have a group of friends here too, and everyone pulled through, and it was like, it was awesome. It was a good welcoming, and yeah. and it was a good reaction. It was like, what what just happened? Because yeah. it was also like a fresh song, because we haven't really ro- ro- dropped the record or anything, yeah. mm-hmm. so we're just test- testing it out. So, so this is kind of what we're playing. This is yeah. kind of what's gonna come out. Here you go. <laughs> every time it's different. Every time we we drop it, we also do it. Um, like I remember when we did it in 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 Montreal. <laughs> and then I kept it extra long that time because I, I was trying to relate to the crowd and speak French. Speak so like in the middle of the song, I was just thanking them for coming out. And then at one point, one dude was like, come on, man. He's like, all right. And then we kicked it again. <laughs> so it's like, it's always interesting to just be like, what just happened? Why did it just end? I think that's that's a little... It's fun for me. We had we had a really good reaction one time. We played a show and some guy like made this like yelp after the pause, like, "Oh my god, why are you doing this to me?" <laughs> and then and then like like, "Why are you stopping?" And then we start going. Guys, like, yeah, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> it was a good tease, you know. It's like, what just happened? Oh, okay. <laughs> so there we go. So something for people to look forward to yeah. on the twenty seventh. They're gonna be prepared. For yeah, it. They're yeah. Gonna, they're gonna be ready. So talked about the first show here in Brooklyn. Let's go back to your first release. Let's hear a track. Uh, and then I got some kick-ass music for you to hear from right. Japan. Awesome. Um, that I know. And then <laughs> Looking so, forward to it. Yeah, so you can go play with yeah, these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, yeah. please, please. Rock and roll <laughs> make it happen, bro. We'd love to be there. <laughs> okay, sure. I'll make it happen. I'll make it rain. <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> you are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Deaf Poets.
sympathy for the devil. <sighs> yes. That is King Brothers. Uh, they are on Hound God Records. Uh, the album is going to be Wasteland. It comes out on the 28th, which is Friday. Uh, and the whole album absolutely kicks like that. Um, I will email yeah, Hound please. God and say, when you come through town, <laughs> uh, Deaf Poets are going to be opening. Poet, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then before that, we heard from Lost in Magic City, which wasn't the very, very first release by the band, but still going somewhat back in the uh, yeah. in the catalog. Um, when you guys were, were 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 playing, obviously it's I don't know whether it's easier with the two of you, but your what I really loved as well seeing was your inter song sort of medleys so that the foot didn't really come off the gas pedal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which which is again like that's that's one of those things why I like to encourage people to go out and see live music um, because it's not a recreation of the record yeah yeah you know you're you're here you're playing it you're making it uh, a unique experience that night and it's probably going to be when you play on the 27th that because there's uh going to be a very different vibe in the room or maybe not very different but a different vibe in the room and you're going to do it differently again yeah mm-hmm. and so it's not just that here's the song this is it this is the only way as we were talking earlier about you know change and bloom it's great you can interpret it in many different ways not only can we interpret it but you are going to interpret it <laughs> yeah. in many different ways when you put it on yeah th- essentially that's uh something that we started doing more actually in our live sets um we are um working on just kind of having a fluidity the whole the whole set and i think it's, it's kind of cool that you have your pauses where like not only the audience can catch a breather from all the distortion and drum bashing and then <laughs> Where I can literally physically just take a sip of water, <laughs> and uh, and but I actually and it also keeps it engaging for us too because I um, Sean and I know each other since elementary school and I think that we wow. know ex- ex- everything that we're gonna say and do and everything and so it's interesting to try and th- throw a curveball and be like, dude, I might do a beat you never heard before, see what you do with it, you know, <laughs> and then we do it live and then I think that's honest. It's just okay. This is. We literally are giving you something that him and I have never done in between, and then it'll be unique every time in every show. So, and okay. it makes it new for us, you know. Yeah, it makes, and it, it, makes it interesting for us because yeah. then we keep it on our toes. You yeah. know, it's like once in a while, I'll be like uh, Sean stops the song. I look at him, okay, okay, come on, go, 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 <laughs> and I just keep going, keep going, and like you know, I, I I try to get him to you know make it make us engage. And I always feel like okay, this is the set list, and this is what we rehearse, and this is the process, this is what we talk. I like it to be. A little bit of that element, but as well as like, this is, we're going to, you know, do the best we can to do whatever we want in between and represent it. Well, you know, what's interesting though, what we, we've been doing since I would say the last like year and a half is before we were like consistently rehearsing material over and over and over to make it perfect. And then there was a moment where Nico said like, we shouldn't do that. We should have like, you know, the songs, I know songs. Sometimes we'll just show up and just make it happen. And it makes it like, so the experience is still different and, and it makes it new almost every time. And then we can kind of play around with how the energy is with the crowd and how we're feeling that day and we can kind of really put into it. And there'll be shows where you'll see Nico's going to, you know, go crazy and I'm going to be more a little bit to myself kind of feeling a different vibe. And then the other way around, you know, it's yeah. just like... It depends on the pregame. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> that too. Depends what I've been drinking. Yeah, yeah. What I've been smoking. Yeah, really, yeah. What's available yeah, in what's the available? Room? I've been yeah, drinking. Yeah. What, can, I've been what can I get with my drink ticket? Like, okay, man, like how heavy can I go right now? <laughs> Stella, PBR. Okay, we're going to make it work with PBR, man. <laughs> so if we think back to Red Wagon and then skip forward to change and bloom um 
what was the difference then when you're going into the studio to do the recording? Oh, wow. Uh, Hugely different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you had yeah. things plotted out in terms of what you yeah. wanted to do? Uh, well, I mean, in the beginning, the first album, we, we like to kind of think of it as like a collection of songs, more like singles, mm-hmm. and then also us really kind of def- like trying to find our identity as like songwriters. You know, we both were kind of thrown into this band kind of just by chance where like I became a lead singer and a, and a lead songwriter with Nico too. Before he would just play the songs and, and, and I would just do my minimal part. And now it's just like, okay, this is entirely our music. We need to put this together, together. And then uh, I would say um, 4150 didn't necessarily have a direction. We just kind of went with the flow and kind of what we were feeling. And Lost in Magic City, we, we really knew what we wanted to do. We had a sound and an idea and a theme. And then Change and Bloom was like, all right, now this is what this is who we are. You know? Yeah. It, it, so, so in a sense, like then Change and Bloom is almost like the history of the band yeah. and its development as well. Yes. Now, yeah. We're not just talking about the, the move, yeah. but I mean, you're sort of saying like you had this change and how you sort of got thrown into to become a duo. And now the change has been good and we've allowed it to, to bloom and come to fruition. And yeah. it's just going to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Nico's a beautiful flower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I love listening. And when, it, when are those hats going to be available on the, on the band's you know, yeah, yeah. website for, for purchase? Yeah. Most the of the songs up. from that record, too, we wrote when we were like 18, 19. It was such a different... I listened to that record recently, actually, and just listen back and be like, what was I feeling back then? <laughs> what was going on 10 years ago? Yeah. So it was... It was. It's honestly... The approach went on and we were like, dude, hone, like getting our... Like Sean said, just getting our sound and be like, dude, well, this is what we are live. Our first record doesn't really represent who we are live. More as like they we're learning how to write music than yeah. anything. Would you ever, you know, reach back? Yeah, we, we have. You have. Yeah, just yeah. as uh, recently, we played a really uh, interesting show in, in Nashville, and we had the opportunity to basically play almost every single song we wrote. Three hours of set lists. Yeah. So we really? we did a whole catalog. So yeah. it was cool to revisit songs I mean, and. That's un- that's unheard of. These <laughs> days. Where where did where did that come about? Or how did that come about? Yeah. Sean, oh no, go ahead. You, you know the story because oh, you're yeah. the one that. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you say your sister's really? hookup. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, my sister, she's the curator of this amazing museum in, in Nashville, and we had the opportunity to play like one of their, uh, like, I would say, like, they do it twice a year where they have like a kind of local mixer where they have a, a band performer and artists, and then the other families come out and stuff. And it was just a kind of an opportunity to really be able to do something different for us, especially as a challenge. We never did a, a three hour set. So yeah. it was really fun to kind of start off very soft to an acoustic vibe and then continue going down the road until we got pretty much heavy at the end. And uh, yeah, there we went. Yeah, revisiting like songs and just saying, all right, dude, this, this, why don't we play this faster or differently? Or yeah. Break this. So it was, it was interesting. It was a good like rehearsal. It was yeah. a good practice, I guess, to yeah. kind of revisit those songs. Um, could it almost have served like some type of therapy session as well? Yeah. I mean, because. Because you're saying, like, you, you wrote these, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go back and be like, wow, what was I thinking at the time? Am I still yeah. feeling the yeah, same yeah. way about that? And interpreting the songs differently. Like, I'm, well, I'm not feeling the song this certain vibe right now. Like, why don't we just speed it up? Because we should have done that before. You know? yeah. like, right. Also gives you the chance to kind of revisit something that you're like, let's try it differently. Because maybe that would have worked a little bit better or differently. So Right. Um, so so let's think past October 27th, mm-hmm. uh, although that's going to be a killer gig. Yeah, <laughs> killer gig. Alphaville, Alphaville. So, so um, and, I'm, and I'm really probably going to need to encourage people to go get your tickets ahead of time. I mean, yeah. it's eight bucks ahead of time, probably 10 bucks at the door. Yes, uh, eight pre-sale 10. But it's going to be a fantastic gig. I'm just yeah. 
saying that for anybody listening based on experience for all those bands who are going to be on the bill uh you need to sort of probably buy those tickets ahead of time okay just take it from me um but what's going to go on afterwards? We sort of talked about you wanting to get back out on, on the road mm-hmm. and sort of just, you know, take it out to the people. And Yeah, we, we want to primarily uh, take this new EP out to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, we did it uh, about a year and a half ago. We toured on our um, second release and it was such a good time. There was like, it, it was the first time going through California and we did Miami all the way to Seattle and back. Wow. Which was an amazing uh, drive. <laughs> an amazing drive. It was like 10,000 miles or something we yeah. put in the car. A few hundred miles short from 10,000 yeah. miles. Yeah, so we want to do that again. That's something that we're working on. And we also want to get our music. Uh, we want to perform live in Mexico. That's something we're working on. We want to go. Uh, another thing that we're in 2019, we're hoping to be able to go to South Africa to play a couple of gigs. Fantastic. Um, we hear the psych rock um, and rock and roll scene is, is, is happening right now over there. So I'll be super down because that just sounds like an amazing yeah. experience regardless. Right. So yeah. To take yeah. the music somewhere else is just like obviously such an amazing opportunity. So yeah. Yeah. that's what we're really focused on. Yeah, yeah. and then getting our name in, in the scene here in New York and making new friends and, and just letting people know that we're here. And yeah. we're slowly writing new material as well because we don't want to stop doing it. Hopefully have something released in 2019, maybe 2020 to follow up this release where should people go to like get the most current information ah. about you guys and to stay in, current? in touch yeah okay. i mean we have our website devpoets.net and then that has links to everything but if you literally just google deaf poets everything will just just like magically appear yeah. <laughs> oh my god there she is there he is yeah so anywhere you know we're on instagram spotify soundcloud bank anything that that you can think of we probably did it yeah. And we're in it somehow. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was that old thing that we used to find music on? It's MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> Your top eight, bro. MySpace that. page for Depo. <laughs> it probably is still. It's still probably live. But it hasn't been updated in probably like a few years. So <laughs> A little more than that. Okay. Um, Poor think, Tom. Again, for people listening, uh, the set that the band played on Saturday night at Our Wicked Lady was fantastic. Um, and I know they're going to bring all this, that amount of energy and more, if possible, uh, on the 27th at Alphaville. The EP, Change and Bloom, is a ton of fun. It's great to listen to uh, from back to front, front to back. Um, I really enjoy it. So I'm going to, like I say, encourage you to get out to go see the show, to pick up the EP. I'll look forward uh, to that and seeing what comes afterwards. So that will be no, fantastic. We are going to close out with Monarchs. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to squeeze in um, maybe just a wee bit from a band north of the border called La Chinga. La Chinga. Uh, yes. You have been listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Please stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane. Thanks, Catch Steve. you on the flip side.
Shoes, feeling fine, sucker. 